Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Hi, Realtor Mom friends. Well, Jamie and I are back after our Christmas hiatus. Back in the studio. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. (laughs) We've been a little lax on some recordings lately, but... We we took a break with our kids over the Christmas break. (laughs) Yes. Happy 2020. Today on Realtor Mom's podcast, we are going to be talking about the emotions that go into the real estate. Mm -hmm. You know, it is a really emotional time. Why is it so emotional? Yes. (laughs) But it is. It is. is. uh, Not necessarily for everybody, but I would say at least half, probably more than half of people. It can get to be pretty emotional. There can be some highly charged times. Right. Right. So why is it? Why is it that way, Tasha? Why do you think that, um, and we're just going to, we're just going to assume, you know, for the sake of this, this podcast, right, that we're talking about for those that it is emotional for. Yeah, correct. Like we said, not everybody, but, but uh, why, why well, do you think I it think can be so emotional? This is the most expensive purchase most people will ever make in their lives. Sure. And when we're dealing with that kind of it's money. It's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure and it can be overwhelming. And, mm-hmm. and I think when we add that on top of things, it brings out the emotional side in people. It really does. There's no way around it. Yeah. Um, Anything that you are going to spend that much money on, right? Or commit yourself to to spend that much money on in the future. Because there's not just mortgage. There's also any well, taxes, upkeep, taxes, any improvements you're going to do. I think people um, start to think, and wisely so, about the future. What will this property be worth in the future? You know, so now you're not only concerned about the present but you're also concerned kind of, about the future yeah you're kind of weighing yourself down with what is this going to look like if I ever have to go sell it or if I want it to be a little bit of an investment you know is that going to work out for me I, I think mm-hmm. a lot of times too people when they're in the middle of it there's a lot of the what ifs going on yeah what if yeah. something goes wrong what if we overpay <clears throat> what totally. if there's something wrong with the home that we never foresaw yes. I mean there's just there's so many what ifs that it's Mm-hmm. It's hard to kind of process that, right? So it's a, it's a kind of a little bit of a roll a roll of the dice if you know what, especially if you're going to find or purchase something that you're going to do a lot of improvements to. Oh yes. What if I open up this wall and I find something surprising? What if I can't remove this wall because it's load bearing or it's more expensive to do so than I than I anticipated? Um, or how about what if I can't find the right house? Oh, that is... Right? I mean, it is hard. It, they're all oh, things yes. to think about. I, Especially if you have a house to sell. Yes, that can be yes. very overwhelming. If if you put your house up on the market mm-hmm. and you get an offer on your home mm-hmm. and then you have to find right. something, and what do you do? What do you do first? <laughs> do you go out looking to buy first? Or do you? And then hope that whatever property you want to buy, those sellers will wait for you to sell yours. Or do you list Just yours first? List first. At yeah. the risk of becoming homeless. <laughs> and and that's where, you know, I think us as realtors, we can really help streamline the process yeah. and get to know our clients and figure out what may be in their best interest. And I think also with that, having our finger on the pulse of the market and the state of the economy and how buyers and sellers are responding to offers will help us help you navigate through what to do first, which choice to make first, you know, do I list first and then buy or or vice versa? Because it really does have a, you know, the market has a big impact on what buyers are willing to look at and what sellers are willing to accept as far as, uh, as, far as offers and purchases go. Um, I think one of the things that maybe we haven't touched on yet is just the emotional um, memories 
and like the emotional attachment oh, to property. Yes. And and another thing that we've sort of only mentioned right now too is um, what about people who are selling their family's farm or their parents' home or, you know, the first home that they brought their babies <laughs> home in. Oh, yes. <laughs> I too. So, yeah. When Mike and I sold our first mm-hmm. home um, before I was a realtor, um, yeah. it, it was it was overwhelming and I was very bittersweet. I yeah. cried tears because that was the home I brought sure. my babies home to. Sure. And it was the first place we had a family. Right. And when I had the... When I sold that home again for mm-hmm. the person we sold it to, he mm-hmm. hired me to help oh, him. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. That I, I remember that story. It was, it was bittersweet for me I as bet. well. I mean, I looked at this home and I, and I was, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had feelings. I had bittersweet feelings then as well. Right. Um, I was happy to help and I'm, you know, I took that to heart that he chose me to yeah. help him with it. Yeah. He didn't have to. I mean, this is not something you see every day, but I... It, it, that process was even bittersweet for me. I so. think too about the people who maybe have a maybe they need to move a job replacement or um, a job transfer that kind of thing. But um, I've I've been in a couple instances where the people just didn't quite get to all the things they wanted to do in their home before they had to move, and, and so, so they never like, got to see it at yes, this true potential, this untapped potential, and it was so hard for them to let that go. Um, you know, because they had big visions for what they were going to do in this home. And then, you know, they had to move. So it, it is what it is. They moved. But, but yeah, it's, uh, oh. it, it's, it's, it can, it can definitely be hard. I, we have only ever lived in the home that we brought our babies home to. So you've never been through that. Oh, you I have not. never no. been through that. I've moved several times before, but as of right now, we just celebrated 10 years. Well, we didn't really celebrate. It was like, oh, hey, cheers with a water glass because that's <laughs> 10 years. Hey, we've been 10 years. Then we went on with our day. But um, yeah, 10 years in our, in our old house. Oh, I'll be crying. So I'm sure. Oh, I'll be yeah. crying when we sell our and house And built now. your house. We built our house. When I, we that's sell that. That's a whole nother department. I, I'm going to be crying tears mm. because... This is our family home. This is the mm-hmm. one where you will be in. F- well, my husband would sell it tomorrow if he could, but that's just <laughs> Mike. But when that time comes at yeah. some point, very far down the road, I mean, I, I know that I'm the emotional one, so I will oh, cry sure. and cry and cry. Right, right. Well, and, a, and, a, and I think that's another thing, too. When you build and you customize a space for yourself, um, if when it does come time to list it, there's going to be things that you know about that house that nobody, nobody who else. comes for a 30-minute showing appointment is well, going to even notice probably or appreciate. So we can help you itemize those things, make lists, or you know, point them out. Provide that information yeah, to provide any it potential to the new buyer. buyer so that that gets communicated. You know, the efforts and the time and the emotions involved with some of the choices that you did make, whether or not they're your buyer's favorite thing. Um, you know, but then still, they have an understanding yes, of why. Exactly. And I think that helps a lot too. So it, it it's a totally emotional process. And uh, there isn't really a clear answer as to how to make it not emotional, I don't think. I think it's just accepting that it's okay to be emotional about it. Right? Well, exactly. <laughs> I think the other piece that can, that can definitely cause stress for buyers and sellers is the negotiation process. Yeah. Now, Jamie and I, we are used to this process. We know how this works. We've been doing this a number right. of years. Right. But normally people don't aren't in that process on an everyday yes. basis. And so when they are in it, 
they are they're kind of feeling it uncharted at, uh, territory. Uh, yes, they are feeling right. they're feeling the pressure. <laughs> and so that's I know I try to break it down into mm-hmm. a way that is easier for them to understand. Yeah. Um yeah. and I try try to take some of that stress on for them. Totally. But but I do know that that can cause that can definitely cause stress. Yeah. You know, if yeah. they get a home inspection report back and they're like and there's a Why lot of, yes, are they asking right. for all these items? And then right. having to break it down and say, okay, well, this is negotiation. They may not want all of these things. Maybe they have their top items, and mm-hmm. and they're just throwing some other things on just to see if they can get the top items on the list taken care of. And I think you shed light on a really a, a big point, too, that we missed earlier talking about this is how emotional it is to believe in your heart that your home is real close to perfect or, you know, it's perfect for you. And then to have somebody come in with a fine tooth comb and inspect it and give you a list of its imperfections. It's like, oh man. (laughs) So that, and trust us, you are not alone. (laughs) Well, sometimes too, even before you get into a purchase agreement, Mm -hmm. you know, think about when people are coming through and their feedback and they don't like your home and the reason is why and you're like why don't they love my house right right and it's you know the ultimate answer for that is there are a lot of options we are lucky enough to have a lot of homes on the market to be able to choose from lots of different styles different room sizes and every home every every home has a different makeup and Mm -hmm. every family needs something that will work better for them so So. as a seller try not to take that personal just because the house didn't fit the needs of the buyer that just walked through that's okay there are going to be other buyers and it only takes one exactly (laughs) and that's a good thing And, and you didn't build it or buy it or you know design it so that um every single person who ever visited would be 100 percent wanting to buy it you you built it for you and that what you built or created in your home or isn't necessarily that was a good fit yeah, for you. yeah yeah what you created inside your home um is is something beautiful that somebody will absolutely respect and appreciate it but not everybody that's that's unfortunately just the way it is the way it goes exactly <laughs> so yeah it's it can definitely be an emotional process and as your realtors, we're here to help. Everybody's on a different journey, and you shouldn't feel bad about it being an emotional process. It's totally okay. Um, I haven't been there yet, so I have to put it in perspective. But I've certainly worked with a lot of people who have, who have shed some tears and some happy tears well, over you know, the moving process. The other thing I think about, and I think probably one of the last things I want to add to yeah. this list, is you're dealing... Just, I can tell you, as people working, moms, Mm -hmm. families, our lives are busy, incredibly busy. And to think about picking, basically getting your house show ready, or even if you're buying and then trying to box everything up, Mm -hmm. it's it's like in our incredibly busy, fast-paced lives, we're already thinking about, oh, I have to add all of these other things into the list. I mean, who has time for that? Not many people. Uh, That's a great point. I mean, you already do everything that you do every single day. And now, oh, just add this one little thing you know the biggest financial decision of your lives and then on top of boxing up packing up staging whatever the case keeping the the house neat and clean while you box up and stage up and find a place for the dog to go and you know clean the cat litter box and keep everybody happy and worry about your kids keep keep your kids from destroying your house when you i mean i i I walked in my kids rooms today and i'm like what have you done right (laughs) but having to be aware that you need to be on top of that and you can't slip you right. just can't right yes oh gosh so i think adding that <laughs> it is into possible 
it is, it is possible. possible. <laughs> it is possible. And we have tips and right. for that. But what I can say is I think that adds another layer of stress onto it. When you combine oh gosh, all yeah. of these things, yeah. it can really get to be an emotional, mm-hmm. emotional process. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel, and I don't know about you, but sometimes we're here to just kind of be the sounding board. The sounding board. So you don't have to go to your spouse or your friends or your mom or your dad and and continue to. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've listened to go clients ahead. vent Lay it out. Yep. many totally. times, and it's just because they need to get it off their chest to be able to move forward and move on and take yeah. take on take on the process. You're absolutely right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I think that's my list for the today. Do you have anything else to add, Jamie? Um, one small little other thing. It's sad to leave your neighborhood. Oh, right? yeah. The people that you've grown to love, like another family member just across the street, or maybe, maybe it's two miles away, you know, if you're on, in a rural property. But that can also, yeah, break, oh, break I know. some hearts. I oh, maybe had... you're excited to leave a neighborhood. I mean, that's an emotion, too. <laughs> I was. I, I think most people my neighbors. are. Yes, I definitely really miss my neighbors. <laughs> Jeff, Carla, this is your shout out. Oh, <laughs> very sweet. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, like like we said, we we are absolutely on board with. Uh, we we know real estate is emotional and it's okay to be emotional, but we're here to help. Thanks for listening. We would love to be your realtor. Reach out. Replay or hear more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com or check us out on iTunes. We do post funny stories and more information on Facebook and Instagram, so feel free to check us out there. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, Fargo, North Dakota, 701-237-5031.